Yeah, man, you're now locked into Downright Sports, the podcast. This is DJ Chase, Worldwide Sounds Records. Shout out to Brent Reed. I want y'all to tune in, like, comment, and subscribe. Subscribe on all podcast platforms. You know what it is. Chia! What's the word? It's your girl, Molly McCoy. Check out my new freestyle, Mind Your Business. You word? That was awesome. Uh, Molly. Let's go. Big Bronx, you already know my vibe. Came a long way, used to be Mookie from the block. Better thing first for ya. Talk hot, no, I don't throw subs, but I will throw shots. I had to tell these mind your business. You know my name, ho, wait, no fit. Keep it still to your grill, no dentist. Don't say much, cause these. Be snitches, chase him, my line and said, go dumb. Uh, I said, chill, you know I do for fun. Casting over little, don't run real New York. You ain't know I had the gun. No chill mode gun. ever since I had my son. Uh, but I won't hesitate to go dumb. Don't want you, I just use it for the tongue. Can't please this. Only money made me, uh. I got a real good vibe with me. Uh-huh. Tell him, pay up, I don't vibe for free. Yeah. Make him fall in love one night with me. Pillow talk and tell the secrets like a diary. Tell uh, it all. Not gonna hold you, but these need to pipe down. Uh, I got up next and I got right now. My hands really work call me mrs pacquiao still let the things go to make me have to back out those that doubted me i got them looking mad now funny how you hate it but i never back down uh-uh. stood ten toes should have never sat down hating always so in the background Word. every day i wake up and go harder uh. more focus ever since they free my father Fact. he the reason why i gotta get it done another reason is my mother and my sons i'ma say my whole family yeah. they the only ones that really got their faith in me uh-huh. for nothing soupy caking like a bakery around me now then i'm up that's really fake to me they i be chasing money while they busy chasing me yeah. they don't want no smoke no fiery real rap i don't do features for free and i can name no that's hard as me molly Mind your business, attitude on mind your business, broke, mind your business, whack, mind your business, mind your business. <laughs> the Corleone family is thinking of giving up all its interest in the olive oil business, settling out here. Now, Mo Green will sell us his share of the casino and the hotel so it can be completely owned by the family. Tom? Hey, Mike, are you sure about that? Mo loves the business. He never said nothing to me about selling. Yeah, well, I'll make him an offer he can't refuse. Go! You Ooh. are listening to Downright Sports with notorious sports critic Brent Reed. What's up? Hey, hello, everybody. Hello. Welcome to downright sports summer show number two uh a lot of fun doing these summer shows formats a little different um i'm not as uh confined as i've done in the past i'm doing it a little differently but for those of you who have never listened to the show before welcome to an all-new downright sports the summer show edition i'm your host the notorious sports critic brent reed And if this is the first time you're actually listening, joining, becoming a fan of the show, well, it's showtime. And uh, if you've never heard Downright Sports before, it is a sports show for sports fans that is actually um, hosted by a sports fan. The notorious sports critic, if you will, Uh, no allegiance to ESPN, no allegiance to Fox. I don't work for any news outlets this is all a show about uh sports for sports fans so many shows out there everybody wants to be a pundit or um an insider i enjoy being the outsider i think it's i I think uh you get to hear and listen to sports from a different standpoint which is pretty cool so today's show is going to be a little special so the summer shows may have a little more theme to them than shows that go on during the season which uh we'll be announcing when downright sports season three which is weird since i've reconfigured how to do the show and changed everything will uh air sometime in late august early september with obviously the nfl preview right what better way but today's show uh i'm going to give you the 15th we're going to premiere the first time ever the 15 showtime nba players in the league today at all time today and we are giving it 
today where I'm going to give you 15 and we're going to do, listen to that, listen to that, <laughs> we're going to do, what I'm going to do, I don't know what this we is, what I'm going to do is uh, give you the top five must have players in the NBA today. This is, again, a list I put together. Now, funny enough, when I did my top 15, I don't think I wrote it down in order. I just put down 15 players that every, if you're an NBA GM, a fan, or a fantasy player, you want to have. May do this with the NFL sometime this summer once Downray Sports settles in its new home and new studio, uh, but, uh, let's go. Let's give you the 15. The 15 NBA players that are showtime worthy, if you will. Um, let's start. So, number one, Giannis Antetokounmpo, uh, the Greek freak, NBA champion, two-time NBA MVP, potentially would have been back to the finals if he didn't lose Chris Middleton. But he, without a doubt, if you're starting a franchise today, you want this guy on your roster. Number two, LeBron James. He should be on everybody's list. I don't agree with some of his practices. I think at times in his career, he has been overrated. But he proved last year at 110 years old, he averaged 30 points a game. He's pro he proved he still can play. He proved he still can contribute. He proved he can still be a leader of a team. Unfortunately, his team just fell apart around him. Number three, Steph Curry. Just won the championship. Check. Has two MVPs. Check. The guy can still flat out ball. Check. Uh, finals MVP. Check. Leader of a team. Check. Face of the league. No questions asked. Face of a generation. Change how basketball is played. It was a big man's game. It is now a shooter's game. Everybody wants to shoot like Steph Curry. Where in the past, everybody wanted to dunk like Jordan or fade away like Jordan, um, cross people over like Iverson, they want to play like Steph. They want to pull the they want to pull a jumper from the other three point line on the other end of the court. Number four, uh, John Morant. If you didn't watch Jay Morant, John Jay Morant, right? Yeah, if you didn't watch Jay Morant play for Memphis this year, you missed out. The kid is a highlight reel. Think of uh, the speed of someone like John Wall but could score. Think of the athleticism times two of a, a, a young Derrick Rose. You got in a guy that has the engine, the motor, and the drive of a Kobe. Memphis, you're in good hands with this guy as long as he doesn't get hurt. That's the thing keeping him from getting hurt. And I think what he needs to start to do is how where Derrick Rose messed up or Russell Westbrook even guys who think they got to go at 110 all the time knowing when to turn it on and off is what makes the greats different makes Jordan different makes uh, Bird, Magic, Kobe go watch old Kobe games Kobe he would just slow methodically beat you and then in the fourth quarter he just turned it into overdrive I actually watched the 2010 NBA Finals Boston and L.A., the last time the two teams faced each other. Game 7. That may be one of the most underrated games we've seen. Why don't we give that series more credit? Because the Miami thing started. Miami, the heat was created. The NWO of the NBA was created. So we forgot that Celtics-Lakers championship 2005-2010, which might have been the end of the old NBA structure, Two-pointers were good. Um, uh, moving on offense, uh, you know, not this new, like, just set a screen role where big guys are just, you know, basically pawns on the court where guards just do whatever they want. You know, the game has really turned into a blacktop-style basketball. But anyway, John Morant, I think, is the guy number four easily next year could be number one. Uh, number five, Luka Doncic. If you want a combination of a LeBron with Jason Kidd, with a um, a Dirk, uh, a mini Dirk style player, Luka is that guy. He has, you know, he's been a pro his whole career. He can pass. He can score. He led his team past 
uh, the Phoenix Suns in the NBA Finals. Yes, there's an asterisk to it because the Suns had some injuries. Fair. But at the same time, you got to give him tons of credit for what he was able to do with that team. And the thing, the team started out kind of shaky during the season. He turned it around, made him one of the better teams. They got rid of Christos Porzingis, which proved his time in New York was a fluke, which proved he's now... Do you all know Christos Porzingis plays in Washington? Bet you did it. Like the guy says on TikTok. Now you know. Moving on. Number six, Jason Tatum. Need I say more? This is a future league MVP. He's a future league NBA champion. He got the team to the finals. The team was competitive. It was the first time on the big stage for him. He's got a taste of it. They'll be back. Uh, Moving on. Number seven, Kevin Durant. I don't agree with what's going on with Kevin Durant. I think the guy... Uh, has clearly, everybody says all he wants to do is just play basketball. Fine. Then shut up and play. Okay? Um, But if you have him on your team, even at his advanced age, he can still make your team better. I don't think he can lead a team, but he can Kevin Durant is the best scorer in the game, but he's not a leader. All right? He's not LeBron. He's not Curry. He's not uh, John Moran or Luka Dantage. But... If you have him, heck, he's a great number one offensive option. Not every, not every team, the number one, the number, the, the leader is always got to be the score. I know in basketball we've been trained that way, but it's not always the case. Uh, number eight, Trey Young. Again, this list is not. This is just people I wrote down. But Trey Young, if you have a, if you have a team, he's obviously a person you want on that team. The thing is, they had a setback this year in Atlanta. I think he still needs help. I think he needs to kind of revamp his game a little bit because it's starting to get stale and people start because he's undersized. He's not a Steph Curry, but he can be. He's Steph Curry light. And I think, you know, this year, maybe if he's like changing his game up a little bit, because he can pass too. He starts getting the others going and then he takes off. It's the sky's the limit for him. Maybe he brings the Hawks their first championship. Uh, number nine, LaMelo Ball. Watch out. He got hurt. Charlotte took a step back, but Charlotte was in the playoffs. This kid can flat out ball. He doesn't play defense, but he can ball. He's a great facilitator. He's a fantastic scorer, much better scorer than his older brothers. If Charlotte pulls off a move where they can get Julius Randolph, who's on a different list of mine today, I think you find yourself in a situation where Charlotte's a little better than what we thought, and they could go from being where they were like the ninth seed. Maybe Charlotte is a sixth seed, fifth seed going into this year. If they play defense, they brought back an old coach that used to coach their act where they had some success with him. Uh, number 10, Jimmy Butler. I think we're on the tail end of Butler's career, but where he come, it's not his scoring as much as his leadership, it's his drive. He had Miami in the Eastern Conference Finals. Um, they had some injuries throughout the year. Uh, I don't know if they're going to make it as far, but you got to say to yourself, Miami was one of the better teams last year, and it's Jimmy Butler you got to give the credit to. Uh, moving on to Devin Booker. I think Devin Booker watched this past year and realized going to the finals, he was on the finals hangover. I think he's going to come back 10 times better. If you're starting a franchise, if you're doing a fantasy draft, if you're doing a WWE-style draft, Devin Booker is one of the top picks. He's one of the top 15 players you take it first. And he's not one, two, or three. You want somebody that's just 25, 26 years old. He's dropped 70 once in his career. Like, nobody talks about that because he plays in Phoenix, number one. And he's so under the radar. I think this is the season where he has to now show that Chris Paul is the elder and I'm the guy that can lead this team. All right. Uh, number 12, Anthony Edwards. Go watch Minnesota. This guy, I don't know if Minnesota's going to win a championship, but you add a Rudy Gobert, you Carl uh, Anthony Towns can play like the guard he thinks he is, but Edwards is the face of that team and is going to be a top player for years to come. Minnesota has been searching for that Kevin Garnett replacement. It's not Carl Anthony Towns. It's not Cat, as they call him. It's going to be Anthony Edwards, and he's got the size. He's he's a he's an offensive threat. He's only going to get better. It's like his third year in the league. Watch out, because I feel like this is a player we all need to pay attention to. 
Oh, which brings me to Carl Anthony Towns, his teammate. He made it to the playoffs for him. He had an impressive year. He now has Rudy Gobert that's going to take that pressure off of him from having to be a defensive player in the post. He can focus more offensively. He's okay defensive player, but he's a fantastic offensive player. And you now give him an option defensively for somebody to play off of and kind of take that pressure off of him. Plus, the combination of him, Edwards, is going to be really cool. It could it could be a new version of what we used to see the big little combos in the past. It's gonna it's gonna be wild. The league, I think we should look forward to it because where Rudy in Denver had uh, Devin Mitchell, Rudy doesn't score. Rudy's value is strictly defensive, which I appreciate. He was originally on my first list, actually. Uh, number fourteen, a guy I put on here with protest, and that's Nikolai Djokovic, uh, the Joker. Um, yeah, he's got two MVP awards. Uh, Denver's constantly always in playoffs, but they don't do anything when they get there. So you want him on your team because he's going to give you buckets. He's going to play defense, but the two MVP awards is what got him on the list. I don't even know why he won the MVP award this past year. I thought John Morant, Steph Curry, even LeBron should have won the MVP award, but he's got two. You kind of, you know, he's got to be on the list, right? That's what, but he may be number 15. I just wrote his name down. Number 15, though, this season, let's pay attention to R.J. Barrett of the New York Knicks. I know, you think I'm nuts. But he improved tenfold for the Knicks this past year, and he might have been the one bright spot. Uh, Julius Randall, we're going to touch on him in a second. Let's stay with R.J. Barrett. But R.J. Barrett... Uh, had a better year. He improved year over year. Um, he got a taste of the playoffs the previous year, unfortunately. But last year, 20 points a game, five rebounds, three assists. Uh, he still needs to improve on his three-point scoring, which I think he'll get there. And he, He's one of those players that he's not going to come in the league and be Durant. He's not going to be LeBron. But if the Knicks play their cards right and not mess things up, this is a guy that they can just let grow. He can be with the Knicks have been searching for for so many years, and that is just a, 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 a beacon of hope. <laughs> uh, he shot 32% from the, uh, from three-pointer. Um, no, uh, 34%, which is his second highest. Uh, last year, he shot 40%. Uh, Points-wise, he's improved every year. 14 points his first year, 17 points his second year. 20 points his third year. three years in the league. Give him hope. Give him a chance. That is. Let's run through the list if you're just tuning in. Uh, Giannis Antetokounmpo, LeBron James, Steph, Steve, Steph, <laughs> Steph Curry, John Morant, Luka Doncic, number six, uh, Jason Tatum, Kevin Durant, Trey Young, LaMelo Ball, uh, 10 through 15, Jimmy Butler, Devin Booker, Anthony Edwards, Carl Anthony Towns, uh, Nikola Joker, and R.J. Barrett are the uh, downright sports showtime 15 players in the league you need today. All right? Uh, but I decided to do five players. Five players you must have. All right? Now, this... This could be a lineup, however you want to look at it. These are five players you must have. And the five players are, drum roll, <laughs> um, Jason Tatum of the Boston Celtics, Luka Dantich of the Dallas Mavericks, LeBron James of the Los Angeles Lakers, Steph Curry of the NBA champion Golden State Warriors, and Giannis Antetokounmpo of the Milwaukee Bucks. Here are the reasons why. Giannis, two-time MVP, NBA champion, a season removed, could have possibly won it again last year. All right, I think they there's a chance they will. They, I know they'll be back in the hunt this year. Giannis has that Tim Duncan factor. He's just great. He excuse me, he's just legendary. All right, the guy can easily finish his career with five, or he can easily finish his career with the one. Tim Duncan, without a shadow of a doubt, is one of the top. 15 greatest players of all time. He is number 11 on my list of all-time greats. I can't put him in the top 10 
I think there were individual players better, but easily Tim Duncan, what he brought to the table. Giannis is that great teammate, great leader, great scorer, great defensive player. Big on energy. This guy, you have to have him. Steph Curry, four-time champion, two-time league MVP. Four-time champion. When Steph came in the league, nobody was going to give him a championship or an MVP. He went and took it. In the league, when he came into the league, a league dominated by the LeBrons of the world. A league dominated with the birth of the Kevin Durant. A league where everybody says, it's Curry, the best point guard. Steph Curry has four championships in two league MVPs and could potentially win his fifth this coming season. Nobody wrote Golden State on the winning list. I did. But you have to say to yourself, you building a fran- if you're building a franchise or you have a franchise and you need a guy to get you through the next three to four years, why can't he? And he might might be able to play longer than that because the way he plays is not a whole lot of strength. He's not like a big man. He's not a heavy guy. He's not a whole lot of wear and tear in his knees and his ankles and stuff like that. And he shoots. Oh, shooters play a long time. Just ask Steve Kerr, J.J. Redick. Um, I'm not going down the list, but... Shooters play a long time. Uh, Why LeBron? Multiple MVPs, multiple championships, still a leader, still gets it done. If LeBron has the right pieces around him, he can win. The problem is with LeBron, you have to put those pieces around him. The good thing is if you give him the pieces, he can win. Because what does LeBron do? He picks up the pieces. That you gotta if you're you, you can't look at the NBA and go, well, I don't need LeBron, you'll be a fool. Even at his advanced age, you have to give him the benefit of the doubt. LeBron is a 69 Mustang. Yeah, it's got some age and it's decades removed, but it still could go. And I'll take that Mustang. Over whatever Tesla you want to bring out to me, all right? Uh, Luka Dantich will be MVP soon. Made strides in the playoffs this year. The guy is a flat-out, dare I say, baller. <laughs> he, 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 he's a bit. You got to. There's no way in the world you're not going to put it. Luka is that magic LeBron hybrid everybody has been looking for. What makes you say that, Brent? I'm glad you asked. He has the ability to pass and facilitate like Magic and LeBron. He has the ability to score like LeBron, and he's big. He ain't a small dude. He's big. He's got size like a Magic and LeBron. He's that Magic-LeBron hybrid. He's what Jason Kidd would have been if Kidd was a bigger scorer. Kidd is great, but Kidd's not the scorer. Luka is, but who Luka play for? Who? Oh, he plays for Jason Kidd, so he's only going to get better. And lastly, Jason Tatum. You want Jason Tatum in your corner. You need Jason Tatum on that court. You need him day in and day out. The former Duke player is proven day to day, every day, why he's the most valuable player on his team. He will either be a league MVP one day or multiple-time league MVP. Let me remind you, he's under 25 years old. He can only get better from here. And he's got a taste, mm, 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 a taste of the NBA Finals. He's going to want more. And when you play for Boston, you want more. It took Paul Pierce a long time. He went to two. One, one, went to two. Just saying. When you wear that Boston jersey, going to the Finals is like going to Mass. You do it. <laughs> All right. Now, on top of my top 15, excuse me, on top of my five must. I got five players that are just flat out overrated. They're great. Now, let me be clear. Every NBA player is great because they can play better than me. And at the top 1% of the players in the league, blah, 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 blah. When you're judging anything, you're judging it on the merit of its peers in the, in the field it is working in. So I'll give you an example. There was a thing called Yelp. You would go on Yelp and you would get reviews of restaurants 
that were good in restaurants that are bad. I think it extended to like lawyers. For some reason, when we talk sports, I'm not allowed to criticize players because it's either jealousy or it's hate I'm doing quotation marks because I'm also recording this for YouTube. We'll touch on that in a second. But let's get down to brass tacks. When I discuss these players, I'm judging these players on who they're playing against. Not on me. They're all better than me. They will beat me. They will embarrass me. If I can score one point, that will be an achievement. But I digress. If I'm judging LeBron versus Kevin Durant, I'm taking LeBron. Why? Because Kevin Durant is made out of twigs and LeBron will manhandle him. Because at the end of the day, let's let's get off of that. Let's just talk about top. Let's just talk about five players that are just overrated, okay? Starting with Nikolai Djokovic. He's overrated. The Joker, the two time the the, the Oh, stuttered there. I thought Jake, Steve Nash's two MVP awards was a farce. This guy's is what? What? He scored whoop-de-doo. Like, how was his team any better than it has been? His team hadn't moved the needle. In fact, if I'm not mistaken, they went down in the standings. Like, compared to what they were the year before. Not to mention, they do jack squat. Now, I know the MVP award is not based on what they do on the finals. So, I'll, I mean, the playoffs. So, I'll keep the finals out of it. So, if we're basing on the impact of a player on the team, the Denver Nuggets were a were Two games away from playing in the playing game, okay? John Morant's team went from being out the playoffs to the number two seed in all the NBA. He should have been MVP. Golden State Warriors were a playing game, a playing team the year before. Uh, uh, Steph Curry, number three seed. He should have been MVP. LeBron's team didn't make the playoffs, and the man averaged 30 points a game at his at two, 38 years old. He should have been MVP. Going to the East Coast, Jimmy Butler and the Miami Heat were the second best team in all the basketball. No, excuse me. They were the best team in the East. Maybe Jimmy Butler should have got a nod. The Boston Celtics were one of the worst teams in all the NBA going into after the All-Star break. They finished number three seed. Maybe Jason Tatum should have got a nod. Or perhaps we go to um, a team like uh, the Phoenix Suns, in which I've been saying for two years how Chris Paul will have an MVP award. He has been the difference maker for this team. They were terrible before he showed up. Terrible. As Charles was a terrible. Terrible. He shows up. They're in back-to-back playoffs. They're back-to-back number one seeds. They may have been in the finals again if it wasn't for injury. Get the playoffs is not in this conversation. But I don't know how the Joker is anybody's whatever. Now, I know I'm contradicting myself. and put him in my top 15. But let's be real. I put him in there to satisfy some people. Because they're going to be, oh, my God, how did you include him? I shouldn't have. In fact, just take him out. It's top 14 people. We're not editing it. Just top 14. He ain't it. All right. Number two overrated, Zach Levine. I don't get it. Why is he making, like, I'm not jealous he's making money, but why? Like, what has he done? The Bulls went from being one of the best teams to the number six seed. Zach Levine is an okay player. He's, you know, he gave us some highlights back in the All-Star game. But realistically, is he the guy that's going to lead his team from point A to point B? Minnesota arguably got better without him. Don't forget, he played in Minnesota. Um. Not sure why he's on the list. Number three, my favorite. Give me five minutes with this one. Here's a guy that the league gave two MVP awards. For some reason, the voters in the NBA now just give you MVPs in bulk. So you get one, you get two, for some strange reason. Um, While in Houston, he did nothing. Then he quit on his team to get to Boston, I mean Brooklyn. And then because of whatever the heck is happening there... He quit on that team to get to Philly, in which when he got to Philly, arguably they might have gotten worse, and he still has done nothing. And I'm talking about James Harden. James Harden is a fantastic individual basketball player. If the NBA was tennis or golf, him and another player on this list, let's just give it to you, Kyrie Irving, 
would be head and shoulders ranked one and two in the world, maybe. Maybe. From a team standpoint, they do jack squat for their teams. And honestly, the NBA may need to inherit some oh, the NBA may need to inherit some of the NFL's policies where, you know, your skill may be good, but you don't make our team better. To win a championship in basketball, you need to have a team. Golden State, Dallas, Memphis, Boston, Milwaukee, Miami. What do all these teams have in common? I'm glad you asked. They play as a unit. They play as a team. They play as a whole. James, Kyrie, and even Durant, who is now on this list, are relics of an NBA from past that didn't work even then. Where you think you could take one fantastic player and he's just going to push everybody to the moon. What made Allen Iverson fantastic is he got the, the Philadelphia 76ers to the NBA Finals by himself. Google it. The next lead scorer on that team was like Aaron McKee with eight points. Google it. James Harden has not done that for any of his teams. Kyrie Irving has done jack squat for any team he's played for. Oh, he has an NBA championship with LeBron James. Who he has it with? <laughs> LeBron James. Here's my point about Kyrie. For all of you people, when I tweet and say something, you come back at me. Get ready for this one. Kyrie Irving spent like three years in Cleveland. Cleveland sucked. LeBron joins Cleveland, NBA Finals. I think twice, right? NBA Finals. Lost one, Kyrie won one. And arguably they won because the league suspended Draymond Green. Okay? Kyrie decides to put on his big boy pants and take his talents to Boston. The Celtics do jack squat. He didn't even play. Cleveland continued to go to the Finals. So you tell me who was the biggest contributor on that team. It was, was it Kyrie or was it LeBron? Fast forward. Kyrie gets butt hurt and leaves Boston. Goes to Brooklyn. Doesn't even play. They played like the first year, but they did nothing. Pandemic happened. They did nothing, right? Pandemic's over. He won't even play with his team. All kinds of stuff. And they did play together. Now to make everybody's point... Kyrie and Kevin Durant played together in the playoffs. Playoffs is a new season. They played together and got swept. Give James Harden to Kevin Durant. Kevin Durant was a a toe from the line going to the Eastern Conference Finals. So you tell me how Kyrie Irving is this anointed basketball player individually Spectacular to watch. Maybe he should go play in the big three or the Rocket League. But as far as an NBA player goes, and finally, Julius Randolph. All of the Knicks had hope in you, Julius, and you let us down. Not because you had an off year in offense. No, 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 no. Mainly because you decided to whine and complain. Bruh, shut up. Just play it. All right? The Knicks weren't all that good this year. You kind of got lucky. You caught people off guard the year before. But all this whining and complaining, and then you're upset because they're booing you because you're playing like trash. Nick tickets average roughly probably around $1,000. In fact, let's just Google that so I get my facts right. Average Nick tickets, all right? Average Nick ticket prices, all right? Oh, you get tickets as low as $12. Cool. I doubt that's really true, but that's on SeatGeek as well. Uh, just give me the numbers, Google. How much are Nick tickets? All right, here we go. Nick tickets are roughly around two hundred dollars. Ain't nobody, no one is trying to listen to you, Julius. Upset because the fans are booing you. Let me remind all athletes: if I'm fortunate enough to have one professional athlete listen to this show, first of all, thank you. Second of all, if you're a young, inspiring athlete, listen to me. You play, fans watch. Fans cheer, fans boo. That's their job. Your job, to play, perform, and win. Understand the rules? When I played, I understood the rules. I got booed, I got cheered, well, I got booed. It's fair by me. It's the unwritten agreement you sign off on when you, as a player, ask your owner for more money and then the owner asks the fans for more money. You see how it does? It's a trickle-down effect. And the way the fans get their money back on the investment 
Does it tell you how they feel? Yep, that's how it goes. So, <laughs> any case, um, yeah, that's how I look at the league. I had a lot of fun with that, especially towards the tail end. I love when I just get to just like go nuclear. Today, the rest of the show is going to break down as this. We're going to start um, throughout the summer. Something I'm calling the NBA Encouraging Finals is where I take uh, teams from the past and put them in finals. And we're going to try to make this work. I'll break down the bracket in the next segment. Also, we're going to finish up talking WNBA. It's all hoops, baby. It's all hoops. Yeah, we're going to do a little WNBA talk. Uh, check out Downright Sports every Wednesdays. New episodes on WDJCBD, DJ Chase Radio. Thursdays at 8 o'clock on Dynasty Radio. Thir- uh, Saturdays at 8 a.m. at Fab 94.5 The Hits. Saturdays at 3 p.m. at Trap Radar Radio. And Sundays at 1 p.m. at She Real Radio. Also, uh, new episodes of the show drop 12 p.m. Wednesdays. The podcast, Apple, Spotify, anywhere you can find them. Also, on Fridays or Saturdays, you can watch the the visual version on YouTube. Cool? Alright, when we come back, we're going to jump into the NBA fin- incursion incursion finals. I don't know. I, it's, I'm, it's all wordplay. This is Darren Sports. Hello, Tribe fans. Welcome back to Major League Baseball. Sort of. Pay attendance today is 1412. Some of them were driven away by a little ten-run first inning the Red Sox put up. Diego Romani, I'm in the bag. It only gets stronger. It only gets stronger. It only gets more intense. It only gets more intense. Oh, the pressure's on your neck. You feel me? You feel me? So bad, boy. So bad, boy. Yeah. yeah. I'm richer, bitch. Yeah. Yeah. I got a brand new flow, man. So Clem's got a brand new soul, man. Since lightning struck my plane's wings, it energized my thing. Now I'm out looking for that brass ring. Uh, New York feel it in their gut. If Jay coming back, then the world need puff. Emotional bond to the game, I'm attached. I gave most of you dudes life. Now get back, get back. I'm the man that be for the whole coast. Lost my best friend and still see his ghost. Your lawsuit was lost. I walk through courts. So disrespectful, I spit when I talk. I recognize niggas trying to copy my style. But it never been a nigga this fly holding it down for this long. Nigga, I let y'all eat for this long. Now the king's back on the streets. I'ma put it on my son's name. I'ma change from the mundane. Monday to Sunday, live through the gunplay now I'm in Stop. one lane, fucking with That's the right. white man Getting on my sunshine Can't complain, fly as I ever been Half an ounce, sniff a high as I ever high been ever Never been. no losses, yeah. I'm a winner The boss of all bosses, I'm that nigga It only gets stronger It only gets more intense The pressure's on your neck You feel me? So bad, boy I'm richer, bitch Jack Parkman stepping in with runners at the corners Parkman with two hits all running today Martinez leads away from first Warren from third Parkman doing his little shimmy. It drives the women here in Cleveland crazy. Argus, the little left-hander, set at the belt. Here's the pitch. Parkman swings and drives from the deep left center. It looks like he got it all. It is goodbye, Mr. Rollins. And the- little major league for everybody. I'm ha- hopefully I get time. All right, so, yeah, we'll talk about that later. Anyway, um, I decided this summer, in the summer shows, we're going to do the NBA Incursion Finals, where I take great NBA champion teams and bracket them. So we'll run through it. Here are the brackets. Uh, The number one seed will be the 97 Bulls to take on the number eight seed, the 2012 Miami Heat. The two seed will be the 86 Celtics taking on the number seven seed, the 02 Lakers. Uh, the 87 Lakers will take on the 2005 Spurs. The 2018 Warriors, the number four seed, will take on 
uh, the fifth seed, excuse me, the fifth seed, the 89 Pistons. Those te- That's how the bracket breaks down. So the first game I will give to you guys today will be the two seed versus the seventh seed. The late, the 86 Celtics take on the 2002 Lakers. So let me remind you guys of how the roster broke down. The 86, um, the 86 Celtics uh, was Larry Bird, Danny Ainge, uh, <laughs> uh, Dennis Johnson, Kevin McHale, Robin Parrish, uh, Sam, sorry, uh, Bill Walton. Vincent, uh, Sam Vincent, and that's the that's the crux of the team. Actually, future a couple coaches are on this team. Uh, Larry Bird was a head coach, and then Rick Carlisle on here is I think Kevin McHale coached too in the WNBA. But my favorite player is Bill Walton. On the Lakers side, uh, you have. And uh, Kobe Bryant, Derek Fisher, Rick Fox, Devin George, I think that was like his first year, uh, Robert Ori, come on, uh, Shaquille O'Neal, Rick, Mitch Rickman was on that team, Brian Shaw, and Samaka Walker. Y'all remember Samaka Walker? He was looking like the Kobe replacement. All right, if we look at the Lakers and how they broke down, uh, that year, the team scored about 8,304 points a game. They averaged 101 points a game. All right? Uh, do we have what they did? Against their opponents, they only allowed 94 points a game. What did they allow? They allowed teams to score about uh, percentage was 317 from uh, three-pointers. Then the team has three-point team was uh, 354, which is in half bad. All right? Um the lead scorer that year, obviously, the big diesel himself, Shaquille O'Neal, 27 points a game. Uh, Kobe at 25 points a game. Next was Derek Fisher at 11 points a game. Uh, Fisher didn't have a high assist rate there. All right. Now, if we look at the Celtics and how they break down, they average 9,359 points a game. So this team put up more points than that Laker team. Uh, defensively, they allowed only a hundred. They allowed more defensively, so they allowed one hundred and four points that year. They scored one hundred and fourteen, so they can put them up. They can score from three point land a lot less. It's different era. They only they were they allowed. Oh no, excuse me, excuse me. I apologize. From threes, they only allowed two twenty seven percent. They put up thirty five thirty five percent. Is what they were as a team from threes. Much better three-point scoring team than those Lakers. Uh, lead scorer that year, Larry Bird, 25 a game. Kevin McHale, 21 a game. Dennis Johnson, 15 a game. Robert Parrish, 14 a game. And um, Danny Age, 10 points a game. So they had more guys contributing than that Lakers team. All right, if we go just based on the record, uh, the Celtics that year was 65 and 15. Uh, the Lakers that year were 58 and 24. Very close. Very close in what they were able to do. Now, uh, the Lakers won the championship that year. The Celtics won a championship that year. Uh, they would get in the Eastern Conference Finals, believe it or not, that's the first round. In the Eastern Conference Finals, they would beat the Milwaukee Bucks in a sweep to get there. The Lakers in the Western Conference Finals, that was the critical Game 7 Robert Ory three-pointer against the Kings, the one the Kings felt that they all cheated on, whatever. Okay, uh, some of the teams that they beat to get there was Portland. They swept Portland, beat the Spurs in five, and then they would beat the Nets in a sweep in the finals. For the Celtics, they swept the Bulls and Jordan Bulls uh, they beat the Hawks four to one. Dominique Wilkins. They beat the. They swept the, the Bucks, and then in the finals they beat Houston four games to two. Who wins? Well, if we go based on matchups, you got Robin Parrish who has to now guard Shaquille O'Neal. I think Shaq eats him up. Parrish is good. You got Parrish, Kevin McHale, 
and Bill Walton are probably going to take turns. None of those guys could have handled Shaquille O'Neal. Now, you got Larry Bird out there. Kobe's probably going to want to guard Larry, or he may not. Dennis Johnson's probably going to want to guard Kobe. Kobe, I think, eats him up. All right? I think Larry gives uh, um, Rick Fox the business. I think Kevin McHale offensively is going to give guys the business. I think because Kevin McHale's not a post player. He can take you out. He can hit the mid-range. It's not going to be easy, I think. But with Shaq is the de facto for me on this, I have to go Lakers in six. Because I think Kobe's going to have a couple big games here and there. So I'm going to shock the world here. We're going Lakers. The 2002 Lakers will be... The 1986 Boston Celtics, six games. All right? Now, I'm writing it down, six games. That's who wins that. So, that's the first game, the uh, incursion game. Uh, the next show will probably have two more games, and that will be the crux of the show. Unless I did this kind of differently, so we'll see how it works. But uh, we're going to come back. We're going to wrap the show up, uh, talk a little WNBA. Palm of my hand started itching. That was weird. Uh, we're going to throw on some Hall of Notes and we'll be back with more Downright Sports. Study yet. Go to the ear, nose, and throat department. Get your hearing checked. Notorious sports critic, downright sports. Yeah. Yeah. All right, let's wrap things up, shall we? Uh, WNBA season uh, is coming back from a break of uh, the All Star break, that is, who won. Eh. <laughs> All right, uh, let's speak on what's happening this year, currently, right now. So, the breakdown are 
the sky, the defending champions are the best team currently right now in the league, 16 and 6. Currently behind their heels, though, are the uh, Las Vegas Aces, um, who continuously keep being a top team. Like, I don't, they just, since this team moved from San Antonio to Vegas, they are. One, two, or three. They haven't been less than three in years. And uh, they're 15 and seven right now. We're going to touch on like what makes them better. Uh, in the storm, 15 and eight. And that team, there's a storm of brewing there. Uh, bottom performing teams, the Liberty. It, make, it hurts my heart. The Liberty sucks so bad. Like, it does. Like, I just don't get how all New York teams are just bad. I just don't understand. But anyway. When you're looking at this season and how it's going to play out, you can't help but say there are three teams going to come down to. The Sky, the Ace, and the Storm. The Dark Horse could be the Mystics, and it could be the Suns. Uh, the Sun, excuse me. You could kind of throw Phoenix in there because Phoenix still has Tarazi. They still have um, Skylar Diggins, which doesn't seem like it's working out there so well. And we know that team, like if the team doesn't make the playoffs, they're forgiven because of the turmoil that's going on with Brittany Griner not being able to just be a free human being, like being trapped out in Russia. So the sky currently right now with um, Kylo Cooper, 13 points a game. The sky seem to be one of the balanced teams. They're doing it with balance. They're doing it all over the place. Cooper, 13 points a game. Candace Parker, who arguably is... She's in the conversation of top of all time. Uh, eight boards, 13 points, five and six. She's getting it done everywhere. And then Courtney Van Sloot, 11 points a game, six assists, six rebounds. They are a well-balanced team. They don't have one player that's leading the way in scoring, but they're doing so much um, as a unit. Uh, try, dang, you wanna, this page will turn if I can get another note. Hold on, hold on. Hang on, like, ah, I went back. I don't like blow it. Pause. I have more notes. I think I don't. Okay, I don't. Yes, I do. I got notes somewhere. I got more notes. Hold on. All right, here are my notes. <laughs> so if you look, like, the um, top offensive teams, the Sky is second. Defensively, what's alarming to me is that they're not in the top five or defense. So if they're going to be able, if they're going to want to beat the Aces, they're going to want to beat the Storms. Heck, if they want to beat the Mystics or the Sun or even Atlanta's Dream, who's got the number one pick, they will have to turn it on defensively. But they're the defending champions. I have no um, no reservations on them. But then they're the Ace, Las Vegas team, the team of Las Vegas, because they were the first. The Knights came second, and the the uh, the Raiders came third. Um, uh, Kelsey Palmer, 19 points a game. Uh, Aja, yeah, Aja Watson, 18 points a game. Jackie Young, 17 points a game. They are the number one offensive team at 98, uh, 89 points a game. They are defensively in the defensive rankings category. They're currently right now third. They are, um, they're, uh, the Storm are ahead of them. The Mystics are ahead of them. But here's a team that was one of their faces of the franchise in uh, Liz uh, Claiborne. And she went to L.A. This team is still getting it done, losing a piece like her. And they're making it happen. And you and you got to give Becky Ham a lot of credit at being the head coach of that team, bringing some of that uh, uh, Greg Popovich philosophy. She should have probably been a head coach in the NBA. But this team starving to get that NBA championship. They've been there a lot. Uh, we'll see how it plays out this year. But they have to go through the team I think is the best in basketball, in all of the basketball. It's not, they're not, there are only a half, a game and a half from being number one. They added Tina Charles late after she was like, I need out of Phoenix. You have the storm. Brianna Stewart leading the league and scoring 21 points a game. Jewel Lloyd, 16 points a game. Tina Charles, 15 points a game. Um, career numbers, 18 and 9 rebound-wise. And don't forget, Sue Bird is still there doing her thing. Defensively, they're the number one defensive team in all of the WNBA. 
offensively, there can be some room because they're not in the top. But when Tina right now is only averaging nine points for them, starts to now all of a sudden become a difference, especially when the playoffs hit. Ooh, Doggy, you're looking at a team out west, and it's no, it's no laughing matter that three, two of the top teams out west. Um, and then the, the Sparks and Dallas, who are a West team, are finishing out the top two. It's kind of balanced. It's probably more balanced than they've had. But I like the Storm with this collection of veterans, this collection of offense and defense, which wins every time. They, I think, are better than what we see from the Ace. I think the Aces, the Storm, are the better of the team. If we could get a Sky Storm championship... That's worth watching. And you got Candace Parker on one side, Hall of Famer. You have um, Sue Bird, Hall of Famer. Breonna Stewart will be a Hall of Famer. Tina Charles is probably going to be a Hall of Famer. And then you add in Akalo Cooper, who is cementing herself um, in her legacy. And even Courtney Van Sloop, who's a, a veteran and a strong player. Watch out, everybody. I like what I see from the WNBA going forward, and I'm gonna play close. I will pay close attention uh, to kind of give you guys a heads up on who won the Commissioner's Cup, which I still don't understand the rules of uh, the comm- <laughs> the Commissioner Cup standings. Uh, I'm not breaking this down. This looks insane. We're not breaking this down. All right. So, um, any case, there's a leaderboard and all that. Actually, it tells me here. Here, this is what the Commissioner Cup is. The Commissioner Cup. Um, coin annual season, 61 games a year with a prize of 500000 in the championship game for players and at least 165 for donations. This still doesn't tell me what it does. Uh, I'm not going through all this. You all just watch what I have to do every day. I'm not doing this. Any case, thanks for listening. Uh, watch for pop-up episodes here and there. The next summer... Uh, episode may not be for another few weeks. Uh, there's going to be a lot of best of episodes. But where can you listen to Downray Sports? I'm glad you asked. Before I touch on that, pay close attention to Downray Sports on Instagram and TikTok. That's where I will be holding the um, incursion games. Uh, this week, we're going to finish up the first round leading up to the championship, which should air sometime. But those are all going to strictly be Instagram and um TikTok. They may be a special podcast if I get settled one day. But uh, check Downray Sports. Let's try this again. You can check out Downray Sports at WDJCDB, DJ Chase Radio, where Downray Sports is home. Uh, Thursdays at 8 p.m. on DynastyRadio.com. Uh, Saturdays at 8 a.m. at Fab 94.5 The Hits. Saturdays at 3 p.m. at Trap Radar Radio. Sundays at 1 p.m. at She Real Radio. You can also listen to the show. All new episodes drop Wednesdays. Uh, the podcast, Apple, Spotify, Google, anywhere major podcasts are downloaded. Go to our social media places. Instagram, Downright Sports. TikTok, Downright Sports. Facebook, Downright Sports in our Twitter, my Twitter handle, Brent Reed 18, and our YouTube channel. Like and subscribe at Downright Sports. Uh, like I said, new epi- brand new season will start sometime late August, early September. A uh, lot of fun for the NFL season. I like to thank all our new listeners. My old basketball coach actually hit me up. Uh, Toby told him, was like, I listen, I like, I'm like, this is awesome. Also, uh, my future brother in law, uh, John, was like, I listen. And it's Never told him how the show is. I know he listens because he explained how the show is broken down. I was like, that's what you do it for, kids. You do it for, you do it to know you're making a difference or you're entertaining. And I have two rules. You either listen to my show because I'm entertaining or I'm going to put you to sleep. Either way, you're listening. Uh, So I'll talk to you guys later. Enjoy the rest of your summer. As always, deuces. The holiday season, I brought you a special gift here. Now, this is not from the park. You can't do that. I brought this from my hotel room. You know, that's termites, right? These things? No, I've been traveling, and uh, so I I was late. So this is for you. So this is a sacred piece of art. With termites and scorpions. No, 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 no. This is... You sure the one by your thumb there isn't a scorpion? No, that is my thumb. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 
I'm a DJ, not a rapper. Not a just rapper. expressing myself, uh, having DJ some fun. Having some fun. Yeah. yeah. Bar fights. Yeah. 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 Drinks on me and drinks on you. I do this, I thought you knew. Tequila and gin, that's without a clue. Yeah. Let's hit the bar, cause that's what we do. Ride around, cars, police looking red. Vodka straight. Yeah, that's what he said. My girl called me up, said she's trying to beat. I just got here, I ain't trying to leave. I call my homie up and we getting drinks. I'm looking fly, coat links and minks. Yeah. Spending lots of money Spend so much money, it ain't even funny Shots of bourbon, shots of whiskey Order some more, and the wings looking crispy Yeah, Drinks on me and drinks on you I do this, I thought you knew Tequila and gin, that's without a clue Let's hit the bar, cause that's what we do Drinks on me and drinks on you this, I thought you knew Tequila and gin, that's without a clue Let's hit the bar, cause that's what we do Yeah, 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 yeah That's, that's what we do Yeah, you see this one coming. But right here, where you stand, where you stand, man. God is the only way. God is the plan. Right here, where you stand, where you stand, man. Have faith, listen up, gonna take your chance. Right here, where you stand, where you stand, man. God walks with us, footprints in the sand. Right here, where you stand, where you stand, man. God is with us, yeah, yeah. I look high in the sky, ask God for answers. Why do people die and kids get cancer? Why do we fight wars and evil is random? A good things only happen when you planned them. I pray every day and repent my sins. European laws taught us how to live. I walk out and my faith is tested. The number one DJ most top requested. Super poor neighborhoods, trash infested. Sick little girls, young boys molested. I lost many friends, a grown man in pain. Get knocked down like pins in the lane. I pray every day that the world can change, that we all win and can love the same, I have faith, yeah, God is the name, we all live in fear, but who's to blame, uh, right here, where you stand, where you stand, man, God is the only way, God is the plan, right here, where you stand, where you stand, man, have faith, listen up, gonna take your chance, right here, where you stand, where you stand, man, God walks with us, footprints in the sand, right here, where you stand, Yeah, God is the name Making plans every day, we all love the same Who's my mother? Yeah, I miss her Go through the rain All is killing man, we all should be ashamed Jesus is the savior, the white man is to blame Call yourself killers, all you cast is lame European money, y'all think it's a game My control devices is what's causing pain God is up, yeah, in heaven, yeah, high in the sky Bad things keep happening, y'all wonder why Y'all don't read books, life based on a lie Got kids giving up even on the first try Afraid to pray and scared to reply Too shy to talk, yeah look you in the eye Black man, it's okay to cry You don't have to drink, you don't gotta get high Yeah, right here where you stand yeah, man, life is hard stand, man. man God is the only way, God never give up man No matter how hard it get, don't give up man, for real You stand man, have faith, listen up Gonna take your chance, crazy Right here where you stand just footprints in the sand money Right here where you stand Never give up for real man God is with you God is with us Get prayer in demand Yeah Yeah
Yeah. Yeah. DJ Chase, <laughs> I'm not a rap, I'm a DJ. You know what it is, man. Yeah. <laughs> Just having some fun. Talk some shit. Yeah. We get drunk in the club, that's what we do. Having fun, living life without a clue. Outside bar hopping, living life. Go to the bartender, ask what's the price. Hot girls everywhere, all in sight. We in here, yeah, it's a good night. At the table, bro, yeah, past the brew. You my man's, yeah, let's keep it true. We ride around thinking about what's next. Oh, snap, damn, my girl sent a drunk text. So we stop out the store, pick up a six pack. Chips and salsa, now that's a snack. Facts, yeah. Come to Party City and we hanging out. Do what you want, yeah. Just scream and shout. Live carefree and without a doubt. Hang with us, yeah. Learn what life's about. Come to Party City and we hanging out. Do what you want, yeah. Just scream and shout. Live carefree and without a doubt. Hang with us, yeah. Learn what life's about, yeah.